BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. You make sure you're turgid, and then you make it seem like you're going to be a grower on top of that. Lifestyle podcast from the ballerlifestyle.com. I am once again your host, Brian Beckner. Absolutely stoked you are joining us here for episode 98 of the program. Playing hurt. And those of you that know me on follow me on social media, Instagram, you know I'm playing hurt right now. So I'm selling out for you guys. I do this for you. I do this for free. To entertain you. Think about that for a second. Um, if you would like to send me well wishes, you can do that. Mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com. You can leave us a voicemail, 949-464-TBLS. You can interact with us, as always, on Facebook. Facebook, The Baller Lifestyle Podcast. Joining me now, as always, episode 98, co-host of the program, Hoboken Zone, Ed Daly. Ed, how's it going? I'm doing well. Uh... Two two things I think we should discuss. One, uh, today is we're recording on uh, November 30th. So I went with the Movember, but not mustache. I couldn't do that. I just did no shave. Yeah. And it's, so it's like out of control. Player. Yeah, and you know, <laughs> I have far too many gray beard hairs, which they have gray hair has a life of its own. Yeah. So it's like a little straggly. Like, I look like shit. But anyway, I walked by one of those new bro kind of barbershop salon kind of things like oh, they're trying to pretend two weeks they're trying in to a pret- row we're doing uh we're doing barbershop talk here a barbershop did we day. yes yeah continue no <laughs> no i want to throw you off i i walked right by one of these places you know where like guys it's like the new thing for guys to have big bushy beards and like the macklemore haircut oh yeah yes. we did talk about yes. Yes. anyway guy Two guys give me, like, the head nod. Like, now oh. I've got the bushy beard. And I was like, ah, oh, for fuck's sake. Like, I got to get out of this. Oh, so you, You're part of a group you don't want to be a part of. Yeah. Yeah, I got the head, double head nod. Wow. And I was just, I was just walking by it with my kids. And I was like, man, this is the worst. To be included in a group that you want no part of is it's really sad. Yes. So now you're it's like, you know, it's like getting a, a, you know, a head nod from some skinheads or something. You're going to shave. 
tomorrow morning. To, yeah. Tomorrow. And what's what's like? It's I just know, you know. I'm it's just so quasi aware of November. Whatever. You know. It was. It's just one of those things. Raise you know money for men's health and stuff. I mean, yeah. I could just donate money and be done with it. Prostate but. cancer. I, it might be a variety of things, testicular, prostate, yes. but but whatever. It's a good cause, and it was kind of like, you know, sometimes you just take a challenge every once in a while, and I did it, and uh, it's it's fine, but I, I the last day of the month, I get the head nod from a couple... Yeah, that sucks. ...clowns, but also... Tell me. Let's talk about you. How you doing, buddy? What's up? Well, like, you know... I'm I'm doing well. Like I'm I'm kind of just uh, moving my hands all around. Both yeah. both wrists are feeling good. Such a dick. So, so I just want to know, like, what what's up with you? I I yes, as I said at the start of the show, I'm playing hurt. I'm pretty well medicated at this point because I am in agony. I am in so much pain because I I, I am injured. I t- took an injury, two injuries, as a matter of fact. <laughs> And I think I've said I've said it my whole if life. If you're not if you're not on Instagram, you got to sign up for an account just to see Brian's picture of his injury. Yeah, I've said it. I've said it for a long time. Um, I've been saying it for many many years. The one injury you never want to get is any injury to both of your arms, because then you can't do anything for yourself, and it's like a self fulfilling prophecy because. That's what happens to me. I've I've have two for those not aware. I have two plural <laughs> broken wrists, and you only have two wrists. Yeah, there's not it's not a third one you don't use often. You can you can go to that like mm-hmm. that's that's what you got. No, I just I just have the two. Luckily, and it's both it's both the it's like the bone. It's like the I don't know the name of the bones, but it's like the bones in your forearms that just come up like right underneath your thumb. So why don't you, why don't you take us through the injury injuries? It's just, it's, it's profoundly embarrassing. Uh, I was at, it happened at the gym. I was, um, I was lifting weights. I was, I was squatting. So I was back squatting. So one, one thing you'll never find me doing. Right. Never. So because uh, yes, I've seen so many over the years emails and videos of injuries from squatting. Yeah. And the usually, blown out knees, the yeah, prolapsed anus. Yeah. Yes. A lot of bad injuries come from that thing. So I had I I was basically done. I'd done I it was a day that we were sort of going for our one rep max and I had I had maxed more weight than I'd ever done in a back squat. And I was pretty confident. But what I but I in my max I was like, you know what? That was kind of easy. And it's kind of like that last run when you say, when you're skiing and you go, hey, this is the last run. You're never supposed to say that because that's, that's like when, the that's, last, the last bank job. Right. I mean, how many, how many movies have we seen? One la- one more score. Yeah. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to go for another one. And I said, um, so I just put 30 more pounds on the bar and I Whoa. said, and I go. 30 over your max. 30 over my max. And I said, uh, you know, it's like this might be a bit of work, but I, I that last max was was pretty easy, so I feel like I got this. And so, but and there was a trainer there, so you got a spotter. I spotter, and I turned to the trainer and I said, and I it was a she, and I said, do oh. you, I said, 
how confident are you in your ability to spot me? And she said something to the effect of, I got you. So, and I didn't, and I was like, I won't, I don't need that much help. You know, like if I get stuck, cause when you're squatting and you, it's just always, and all lifts, it's like you hit a spot where you just need like a little bump to get you to where you needed to go. So I got, I got the weight under my shoulders. I stepped back from the rack and I got down into a squat. And as soon as I hit the bottom, and I think part of it was, is that I didn't take enough break between the, the max rep I did before that. Yeah. Yeah. So I hadn't fully recovered was part of it, but I hit the bottom of the squat and I, and I just, I couldn't push the weight up. It was too heavy. And I said, I don't, I don't, I don't have this. And so the spotter comes up behind me and she kind of puts her arms like underneath my armpits. And I feel like her entire body flex against mine. And I realize she's, she has not given she me doesn't have it. anything to get me beyond the point I'm at. And at that point I was like petrified. And the problem was, is normally in that situation, like I would have been better off without a spotter because I could have just dropped the bar behind me. But at this point, I have the person holding on to me from behind. <laughs> and she's like, drop the weight, drop the weight. And I'm like, I can't, I'm going to drop it on you. All this happens in like one second. And then she's also sort of pulling me backwards. So I stagger back and I fall backwards with the weight in my hands and my elbows hit the floor. And the barbell breaks both of my wrists. Oh. Yeah. Now, how close are you with... I know you, you've been tagged by your gym many times. Yes. Um, do, do you have access to their security footage? Is this something you could post? This is... Because <laughs> it sounds like pretty much the funniest thing ever. It's not. It's, it's, I mean, if you're into, like, gruesome-looking... I mean, I imagine it looks pretty fun. I don't even want honest. the injury. I just want the the, the moment before the injury where yeah. you've got the the female spotter. Yeah, <laughs> she's telling you to drop it. You're you're hanging on. It's, it sounds delightful. Just a bad deal. It, there was a lot of bad decisions. So how are you? How are you making do right well, now? I'll I tell co- you. How about wiping? I'll tell you. Well, that's every that's everybody's second question. Well, I, I, the first question, obviously. Needs. Yeah, how do you jerk off? Mm -hmm. And I got like probably five of those on in the Instagram comments. Mm -hmm. Um and and plus a bunch by text. And then secondly is how do you clean yourself? And luckily both of my wrists are broken and they're not there were two I don't need surgery as far That's so not not like horribly broken. Right. It looks like I don't need surgery. Um, but they were, but also I just need casts, but, um, my, I was too swollen to cast. So I have no casts on right now and I'm in a tremendous amount of pain. I don't, I don't mean to, I don't mean to downplay it. I'm not a pussy. Like I'm not one of these people that hey, whines. You, you sound, you sound regular, but I've, it. Yes. I have a very, um, strong painkiller regimen going right now. Uh, and I need it. Uh, so what I, they just gave me like braces to sort of hold everything in place until they can cast me, which happens tomorrow. Um, but luckily, for whatever reason, even though they're identical breaks pretty much, if you look at the x-rays, they look exactly the same. My left hand, while black and blue, I can move it a little bit. And I'm not a lefty, but I'll, I'll take what I can get at this point, Ed. Can you drive? 
I, yes, I drove today. Oh, okay. Um, first time since it happened, I drove, um, and I, it's just every, it just hurts. Everything hurts. Um, uh, mm. but, but like I said, my left hand is a little more functional, so I'm able to drive with my left hand. I'm able to clean myself with my, with wet wipes and my left hand. Yeah, and, but regardless of the injury, always wet wipes. Well, of course, yes. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so I use the flushable wipes, but it's very, um, it's like a, that's the something you want to see the security footage of Ed because it's too <laughs> painful to do it like the normal way you're picturing someone cleaning themselves so, after a lot of maneuvering evacuation. Of maneuvering. Yeah. There's like a foot up on the wall. There's like uh, a full bend over. I'm coming from a different direction. It's all, it's not ideal, but no one has to do it for me. That's, I mean, that would be just awful. That's, that's, I feel like a deal breaker in a relationship. Sure. I don't, I don't feel like even if I assume, I assume those like eight, 900 pounders when they have to be wiped, yeah. somebody's got a broom with like a, Something on yeah, the I end think of they it, right? Put something on the end of a stick, like right? Because there's no way somebody's getting in there. No, they get like a mop handle and they go through all the folds with the mop handle with the wet wipe or, pa- right, or a, right. a, a washcloth at the end of the mop handle, and that's I, that's what I was picturing. I'm like, you know what? I could probably get like some sort of stick that I could right. just like softly like run through my backside. Also, I I determined that the the bathtub in my bedroom is just if I squat down a little bit, is just at perfect ass height. So if I weren't able to clean myself, I could time my evacuations to where I could just get out and walk directly to the bathtub and just wash myself completely mm. bidet style. Yeah. Seems uh, like seems yeah. like you're you're living some exciting times right now. I'm doing a lot of things with my left hand. I've I've announced for many, many years that there could be nothing worse than breaking both of your hands. And I am I'm in that place. Luckily, it could have been a much, much worse accident. And I, you know, I have injuries, but I could have much worse injuries. And I, ha- I have some use with the help of some they gave me like the cancer painkillers. Like I got oh, wow. the strong shit because, and I need it. Uh, so with that, I'm able to, I have some mobility in my left hand and I'm able to, um, to, to clean myself. Oh, and as I haven't, I haven't, um, I haven't pleasured myself yet. Yeah, well, that's, that's when we got to lean on a friend. And I'm not, you know, some people like to go the stranger and, throw throw in the left hand once in a while and i'm Mm. pretty i'm pretty stand i've been a righty since the beginning of this journey i've never gone left not once i don't i may have when i was drunk or just to try it out but it's definitely not something i do on occasion but i feel like i know myself well enough Mm. that your time will come right hand like i can make i know how to make myself feel good and maybe sometime between now and next week i test it out and let people know hey success no success better work quick absolutely uh but thanks for thinking of me ed no i i just you know i care i appreciate it good good looking out i thought maybe i thought well it's told his barbershop story his beard i'm like remember i said remember i said two parts yeah, that's right. Yeah, the second part did not go well for me, but thanks for that. Uh, Ed, we have been, we talk a lot on the show um, and people respond. And this week, our favorite voicemailer, 
Kyle in Wisconsin has weighed in on some topics favorite we've been discussing, namely the Amish. Let's hear. Let's hear from our good buddy Kyle in Wisconsin. Hey guys, Kyle and Scotty again. Say, I can help you out with your uh, Amish questions. Uh, one of my better friends, he used to be Amish and he left. But uh, I guess first thing, uh, all the the ages on the on the train. It's probably either a a whole family moving because they move often to uh, break up the inbreeding, or the whole family was heading across country to uh, go to a wedding. A wedding for Amish is a big deal. They get to go fuck around with, well, their other cousins, I guess. Um, and then as far as the laws of Amish, it's really confusing. There's a lot of Amish communities where I'm at, and Every community is different. One one you can do this and one you can't do that. Um, as far as drinking soda and stuff like that, they all drink soda around here. The younger ones, they all have cell phones, but the elders don't know what the younger ones are up to. So any more questions, let me know. I can, I'll ask my buddy later. There he is, Ed. Kyle wow. and Scanny. Whoa, Scanny. Yes, I mean he calls it Scotty. The the accent is just unbelievable. Superb, it's superb. Really, just such a special thing, and it's it's one of those things. It's so perfect because it hits you in spots where you don't expect him to <laughs> to accent a certain word. Very knowledgeable too. Very knowledgeable on the Amish. As for those that aren't hashtag Team Current episode, are we we were discussing the uh, we had a story about an Amish marathoner last week who missed qualifying for the Boston Marathon by 45 seconds and we reasoned that it was because of his Amish garb and also that triggered your story on the train right with TV's Tim Allen and a whole pack of that's right. Amish and that, people. And that's what Kyle in Wisconsin is explaining there. I saw the Amish drinking soda, and Ed just couldn't believe that they could, A, I saw them drinking soda on a train and eating box lunches. Right. And They Ed, don't believe in zippers, but they believe right. in Sprite. I, Ed, I have a trouble with that Ed couldn't believe that they rode trains and drank soda, and Kyle and Scani reaches out to let us know that there are no rules for the Amish. They, there's Different sects have different rules. Also, they travel cross-country so that they don't have to interbreed. Yeah. I didn't I this is very narrow-minded. I thought they only existed in Pennsylvania. So I didn't did, So did I. I didn't know there were there were Wiscannies. Now, forgive me if I'm wrong. I I don't know. Pennsylvania and Wisconsin do not border each other. There's like an there's like an Ohio and an Iowa in between no, that, right? Not unless you're drunk. They don't come close to Right. To, so they, they are they spread all throughout that sort of north or uh northeastern region all, all the way into the Midwest? Are we sure he's not confusing Amish with like Mormons? Like he's he just seems, picking No, he's got he said his buddy Used to be Amish. Well, he said, if we have any further questions, hit him up. I think I would really love it if he can arrange for an interview with his buddy. Because if we could have an Amish interview, plus if there's even a chance he sounds half as cool as Kyle. That's true. 
It's gold. Really it's gold. True. He might not. He might not. We might have to pre-screen him because he might not have Kyle and Scani's energy because that yeah. Kyle and Scani really brings it. Like he's I know got, his, he's his calls happening. are delightful. delightful. They, they really are. And I don't know. I think it might be better if we just get all the info via Kyle and Scani of uh, get all, right, all so- of our Amish questions answered. For like, for instance, what's up with the pastels? Right. It, right. Like, wouldn't a white shirt be good enough? Like, do they really need to steeze it out? Like, when I was on the, the train, I, I distinctly remember some guy having, a light like, blues, a mint, right? like, a oh, mint. Mint, like, a green, like, a mint-colored shirt. And I think this I might is all have, they have seen some pink. This is all they have. This and, yeah. and Sprite. Yeah, and their beards. But I like how he, he talked about, like, the young kids are getting away with shit while the old people don't know. Like, hard to believe. Hard to believe these people are not on top of their youth. It's crazy. It's great. Yes. So Pretty soon they're going to be bending phones. rules and like, okay, well, instead of wearing these shitty clothes and living with our families yes. for the rest of our lives, how about we make a little tweak to the rule and how about we just move wherever we want and work any job? No more barn raising. There are right. people who do that with machines. Yes. You know what? We're going to go We're gonna go crazy. We're getting zippers. We're doing all kinds of shit now. How about we have sex with people that aren't directly related to us? Like, <laughs> idea might be might be good for us. Uh, yeah, I, I like how the rules don't apply ac- across all Amish sex. So, yeah, we'll come up with some more questions for Kyle and Scanson and maybe his Amish, formerly Amish buddy. Also, his buddy's formerly Amish. Why don't just all Amish people decide to be formerly Amish? You know, be so much easier. I could totally see the scenario where his buddy's out on uh, Room Springer, and yeah. he meets he meets Kyle and Scanny. He's like, "Oh fuck this! I'm done with this. <laughs> yeah, I'm staying with Kyle. I'm drinking Pabst with Kyle at the pub. Exactly. <laughs> I get it. All right, Ed, what is going on? Let's talk. That great call, Kyle. By the way, yes, uh, excellent. Totally agree, uh, Ed. What is going on in the world of sports? Uh, First-year New York Knicks center Robin Lopez spoke with the New York Post uh, this week and discussed his relationship with his identical twin brother, Brooke, the Brooklyn Nets center. The two are notoriously close, and the reporter asked why they don't live together. His reason? Their cats don't get along. Apparently, Robin thinks Brooke's cat, uh, Poupin, which is French for chubby. Stop it. he thinks that cat is two-faced, and he doesn't feel that his cat, Prince Edward Zephyr, is safe around him. Stop it. Stop <laughs> Brooke's cat is very two-faced, Robin tells the Post. <laughs> Everybody loves Brooke's cat. To everybody's face, he's such a nice cat. And it may sound like I'm joking, but I am dead serious. He acts like a lazy sweet cat when everybody's looking. But when their heads turn, he tries to chase after my cat, Edward. The second I lay eyes on him, he'll, he'll act like... I'm a cherub. I'm innocent. Oh my I'm not buying it. Oh my god! Cherub. By the way, by the way, both cats have their own Instagram account. Brian, in recent years, the NBA's made monumental breakthroughs. A racist owner was ousted. Jason Collins became the first out of the closet gay guy to play in the NBA. The Spurs hired Becky Hammond, the first female coach. Should we all brace ourselves for the announcement of the first incestuous big men? It's it's like, very very weird. The, the First of all, the names of the cats. First of all, there was a reporter who felt comfortable asking why the guy didn't live with his brother. <laughs> These are grown men. Yes, they're grown men. But they're, but they're twins. 
like remember those tennis players, the Bryan brothers? Yes, and they they're like, hey, we're wearing hiked up black socks, yes. cargo shorts, Bob, like Bob and Bill Bryan mm-hmm. or something. They went to USC. Those guys lived with it. They might still they they were married or they were engaged and they still lived with each other. And, like and it's it, like it's Brady brides. It's like yeah. an episode. They have those those twins. They have an odd. You know, they have the same DNA. The twins, right? Identical. Yeah, they can commit crimes and blame it on the other. Yeah, they're, they're basically the same person, just a little bit different. The names of those, first of all, these guys are called Robin and Brooke. Tr- right, troubling. Like troubling. if those, if you're unfortunate enough to be named Robin and Brooke, rise, rise above your above your names, guys. You, you have to basically become like a lumberjack. You have to like start fights everywhere you go. You have to be just a tough motherfucker well they were they were bad boys in college i read also in the story while they're at stanford they once famously ditched practice for a day of fun at disneyland yes they're they're both i remember when they were at stanford they're both i one more than the other but i think they're both very into disney and one and mickey mickey right like not even like the what cool things disney has to offer like now that they own star wars uh, star wars like no they're into mickey mouse and minnie mouse mickey and goofy and um, pluto Right. Like all of them. Like, yeah. <laughs> the stuff right. that wasn't even cool when you were a kid. Right. Yeah, the, I bet they like Chippendale. Like real <laughs> shitty shit. Yes. Like they're like really, really into that stuff. One of them supposedly sexed Michelle Wee, which isn't doing a lot for like their hetero qualifications. <laughs> I, I once saw Brooke because Robin was like on the Trailblazers or something. So it had to be Brooke because he was playing for the Nets. And they might have even been the New Jersey Nets at the time. But I read that he still lives in New Jersey, which is a yeah. bitch of a commute to Brooklyn is New Jersey. Yeah. But anyway, anyway, I was running on like a path right along the Hudson River. And he was walking what was probably some sort of, you know, tiny dog that no grown man should have. But it was like, <laughs> it was the same type of feeling as if I was running along a path and saw a giraffe like crossing. <laughs> I mean, he's fucking seven feet tall. You don't really see somebody that tall. You might no. see a six five, six yes. six guy. You're like, he's a tall guy. Yeah. When you see a seven footer yes. crossing past with you, you're like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> it's it's like, a freak. I almost ran into the river. Like, what? What was that? It's, and it's, and it's, it's an and then you freak. and and you can like so quickly be like. Okay, how many seven footers do I know in this area? Well, that wasn't Patrick Ewing. Yeah. Like, that's the Lopez guy. <laughs> yes. And, and of course he has the, again, your name's Brooke. Wait, which is the good one? Brooke, right? Brooke, Brooke is better. But right. Robin, uh, being a Knicks fan, Robin is, I, I really wanted to completely hate him, but he's, he's good for like 10 and eight. Like he's not horrendous, well, he's, he's but, also very but his brother's on defense, his brother is like a 20 point guy. Like yeah. he's Brooke's much, much better. He's a, he's as much as you could call a guy named Brooke. He's a stud. Brooke <laughs> yeah. is a stud. But of course he has he's, like the sm- He's the Mickey. He's the Mickey of this tandem. Of course he has the smallest, gayest dog. Like he's you're seven feet tall. You need right. a great Dane. You need one of those like, Ve- Vegas big- took that off the board after the Mickey feature they did in college. Yes, yes. It's- so like Pomeranium? Yes. That's yes. one to seven odds. <laughs> Lasso Opso. <laughs> I, but at the same time, I love these guys. Now they're so they're so odd. 
I mean, they're definitely fucking, right? Yes. One of their dogs <laughs> is called Prince Edward something. Cat. Cat. Yes. What? Prince cat. Edward Zephyr. <laughs> Prince Edward Zephyr, and it has its own Instagram account. <laughs> what's, what's the other and one called? Poopua? Poupin. Poupin. I mean, it's P-O-U-P-I-N, and it's French. And I feel like anything ending in I-N is like Poupin. Yeah, it's, got, so. it's got an accent to it. I mean... <laughs> Yeah, French it. French for chubby. Can't get Christ, guys. guys. <laughs> so so good. We could do a whole show on these guys. Okay. <laughs> so, speaking of gay people, Ed, what's going oh, on yeah. with Tim Tebow? <laughs> According to the New York Daily News, former Miss Teen USA Olivia Culpo announced that she had ended her two-month relationship with former Heisman Trophy winner Tim Tebow. Her reason? Because he refused to take all of one eye for a visit to the optometrist. <laughs> Despite Tebow sending her love letters and cute notes, a source close to the model told Daily News, she still had to break up with him because she just couldn't handle it. He still hits her up, but she just can't deal with the sex thing. He's pretty adamant about it, I guess. Brian, is there anything worse than a chastity pledge? No. Him, him, all the worst people. Him, hold on, I'm taking a look at uh, Olivia Culpo's Instagram yeah. here. Trust me. If you were dating her two months, it would be real tough to uh I mean, yeah. Abstain. She's, this is the kind of girl that you date because you want to have sex with her. And you want to be able to tell mm-hmm. your friends, hey, guys, by the way, I fucked Miss USA. What'd you guys do today? What'd you guys do this weekend? Oh, me? You didn't see me this weekend? That's oh, because I was home fucking Miss USA. That's what I was up to yeah. this weekend. Yeah, she's uh, she's somebody who you would want to have sex yes, with. Olivia Culpo. Um, I mean, fuck! If you're dating Kathy Bates yeah, for two months, you're gonna be like, yeah, <laughs> yes. I gotta, I gotta do something. I got needs. Do you think? See, and apparently Tebow's had this. He was dating some um, some Disney star, and she had this is this is a, a pattern with this guy. He was dating some Disney star who broke up with him because. He wouldn't bang her either. And I'm wondering, Ed, could we be dealing with a case of TPS with our old buddy, Timmy T? <laughs> We're dealing with somebody who was homeschooled until college. That's my other thing. That was a t- TPS, by the way, tiny pickle syndrome. Maybe, <laughs> maybe the big old stud Tim has is like not really packing down there and he's a little worried about it. The thing, yeah, but I, there there are moves to get around this. Yes. Right? Yeah. You make sure you're turgid. Right. And then you make it seem like you're going to be a grower on top of that. <laughs> oh, really? Yes. That's all you got. You've already emptied the cupboard. They just don't know it Yeah, yet. I don't know if the tiny pickle syndrome theory works <laughs> because I'm definitely um, not packing anything super impressive and I've never been afraid to show it to anyone. So got needs. If somebody is willing, yes. if somebody's willing to, to look at it, that means you've gotten far enough that you're right. fine. If you get to that point, they're going to let you. So just go for it. And I, I right. think the bigger tell here is, and I, I looked this up cause I was wondering if maybe Brooke and Robin shared the same issue where they also homeschooled, but they went to public school. I didn't, they, didn't they play high school basketball with Jason Siegel? Um, are they from LA? He, Jason Siegel's from LA. He, I mean, he, the Collins brothers are too old for him, right? I know he played with one of the sets of twin Stanford centers. Yeah, I don't know. I, these these guys are too young for him, though. I think he's and they're from. Okay, so then he played with the Collins brothers. He he won a state championship. He was on the team. I believe you. 
Yeah, that sounds yeah. about right. Uh, yeah, the Lopez twins are, are from Northern California, I think. That's which okay. is why they went to Stanford. Uh, but it wouldn't surprise me if they were homeschooled because they're equally awkward, just like this guy, Tim Tebow. Right. They, they but they have each other. That's true. That's true. Or it's Tebow a little better. Tebow's a lone wolf. Yeah. Nobody. Nobody cares. They're about not that. afraid to show each other their pickles. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm sure those uh, those cats have seen those pickles plenty of times. Absolutely. Okay, Ed. For twelve, n- most people won't know this, but for twelve years, the same guy has been heavyweight champion. Is that true? Vladimir Klitschko. Uh, well, in Dusseldorf Saturday night or Saturday afternoon for for well, everyone. Where, all, in where all the big prize fights are held these days? Dusseldorf, Germany. I mean, <laughs> right outside the sausage uh, factory, <laughs> they got to actually like not even as a phrase like they technically saw where the sausage was <laughs> that's right, made. That's exactly right. But British heavyweight Tyson Fury ended the amazingly long title reign of Vladimir Klitschko with a unanimous decision. After his win, Fury wanted to pay tribute to his six months pregnant wife. What happened next is well. Brian, maybe she just played the clip. You know what I promised everybody? I'd sing a song after this fight. So this is to my UK fans, my Irish fans, my American fans, and my new German fans. And most of all, it's a dedication to my wife. I can lay awake just to see you breathing. Watch you smile while you were sleeping. Why you far away and dreaming? I could spend my life in the sweet surrender. I could stay lost in this moment forever. Every moment spent with you is moment I treasure. Forever and ever and I, I don't want to close my eyes. I don't want to fall. Cause I love you, babe And I don't want to miss a thing I love you, my wife Wow Did we, did we need that? Did they, Ed, did they immediately take away the belt? <laughs> like, this, the person who was fastening the belt around, around his waist Is just like, uh, let, me, let me just go ahead and undo this <laughs> Yeah, it's like, uh wait, let's, We're going to go back to the judges This thing already went to the judges It's time, we gotta go back to the judges We need a retally because this guy just sang Yeah, it, it, it wasn't a knockout So like, there is some room for just Oh wait, we just misadded the uh, no, Instead of a 10-8 round It was an 8-0 round the, in, the, in the sixth I watched a little bit of this And yeah, this Vladimir This just shows you how bad the heavyweight it's terrible. Division is is this Vladimir guy? I mean, good for him. It's it's really impressive. You know, even in a even in a weakened era for boxing, that one guy held the the strap for twelve years or eleven years, whatever it was. Um, but like this guy, this Tyson Fury guy, the new champion. I mean, he's a real palooka. He's just a big. <laughs> he really slow... looks like he looks like a big tomato can. Yeah. Also, how fucking old is this guy, Ed? Yeah, he looks like a 39-year-old journeyman. Yeah, he's bald. He's he's got a mangy beard. He's he's real tall, so he's You know what he looks over. like? You know in the uh the early scenes of uh Rocky 3 
when they had the montage of just him just kicking the shit out of everybody, and then Mickey like reveals to him that he's been hiding him from fighters like Clubber Lang. He's like, oh, there's those were never was or never will be's, and uh, he realizes like. Tyson Fury was one of those palookas he was beating up. Yeah, they were one of the tomato cans he's been knocking over all these years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, no one should sing. No one should sing Aerosmith. And I, as bad, I mean, it's douchey if you're singing anything. Agreed. But, like, let's say he, he is a big Aerosmith fan. Like, he picked one of their songs from the 90s. Yeah, one of those Diane Warren like, penned numbers. I mean, at least, at least if he was going to sing Aerosmith, like... If you go like like nineteen seventy three yeah. or Toys something, you're in the just, attic. right? Train kept a rolling. Yeah. Are you trying to do something yeah. a little bit like you know, a cool rock song or the original Walk This Way? Fine, it's fine. Yeah, it's hard to remember. Like Aerosmith kicked ass early on. Like they they really should have been killed in a plane crash. And I think like there was some there was a motorcycle accident. Like it was, and then the the band kind of broke up for a while. And when they came back in like the late eighties, yeah. That's when it like love in the elevator. That's when it was just douchey music. Really terrible. They were all over MTV. But they were they were like a legit rock band in the seventies. Yeah, uh, agree. Yeah, they were they were really good. Um, so this guy yeah. is a song and dance man, though. He he is. He's a six foot nine song and dance man. He's singing an Aerosmith ballad to his wife. He's got that real like street Cockney accent. And right. his wife is wearing a, a suit, a blazer with mm. bedazzled dollar signs all over it. So, what if we were to look at his DVD collection? Would, would we find? Would he have Troy? Yeah, I think I think there's a good chance he owns Troy on right. DVD. He's want, he wants to tell the world something. He's he's definitely putting some kind of vibe out there. It's a little weird, and I, it, which is too bad because I'd like this uh, Tyson Fury to hang around a little bit. Also, Tyson Fury, like he already has the gay porn name built in. <laughs> Idea, right? Oh, and I, his his nickname was something terrible. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. I I remember seeing. I forgot about that. During the uh, during the fight, I saw that there was some sort of like, like terrible, uh, terrible Gypsy King, Gypsy King, Gypsy King Tyson Fury. Oh, is he a Gypo? <laughs> he's not a Gypo, is he? Maybe maybe is he a he's piker? He, maybe he has something to do with the uh, the the girl that stole my uh, phone a couple of years ago in London. Yes, they're related. Um, Gypsies. He's. I'm now. I'm looking at a picture of his wife. Not only is his wife wearing a uh, a jacket with um gold dollar signs all over it she's also wearing two <laughs> gold watches on the same wrist <laughs> one one to tell the time and one to tell how many minutes left her husband's reign will be we, we have a we, he comes from the long line of uh, yeah was of wasn't there a wrestling champions. wasn't there a wrestling uh manager who had dollar bills all over him uh, the mouth of the south jimmy hart I yes. believe so. Yes. yes, that sounds about right. Good pull. All our all our wrestling references are uh, from like 1985 because we were of the appropriate age to watch wrestling. Yeah, somebody tried. I, I didn't even watch. I just I told yeah. you yeah. there were a lot of kids. I just got roped into yeah. watching them at like sleepovers. I mean, I saw yeah, I saw like enough wrestling by age of ten that I didn't need to see anymore. And, th- and meanwhile, there's saying, adults that watch it now. No, nah, I, I still don't believe that. Currently. Um, do you think Klitschko, like, while that song is going on, do you think his head was ringing too much? Or do you think, like, wouldn't it have been cool 
even if it gets him banned for life, I mean, he's got to have made enough money. Sure. If he just clocked a guy when he's got his guard down and he's singing shitty Aerosmith songs. Well, it was a little weird that they gave him the mic. What, what, how yeah, well, often does that happen? Usually, like, Larry Merchant gets in there and he ta- So, Tyson. Right. And then Larry Merchant me. is comes up to their belt. The <laughs> yeah, smallest guy on earth. Real, he takes long pauses between every word. Tell me. <laughs> what happened out there? How'd it go? What went wrong? Um, why did he get to, like, b- b- perform a sonata out there? I mean, that was very confusing for me. I'd never seen yeah. that before. So- song and dance men yeah. find a way. Yeah. Gypsies. You ever notice that anytime you see Hugh Jackman, he finds a way to work a song into it? Well, yeah, it's the same as, same as uh, John Travolta. Good at dancing, loves doing it. You know, there's something, there's something to be known. There's something to be, to be gleaned from that. L- loves to dance. Also loves it. Very good loves it. it. Yes. Uh, okay, Ed, I got three words for you. What do you got? What do you got? Herman Marshall Temptress. What? Something new. And I got three more words for two more words for you. Limited edition. I love limited edition stuff. Me too. I love, I love, love, love. I love being able to bring someone into my home and pour them a little something and go, you know what? No one else is going to be able to share this with you because it's a limited edition. I just let you have a peek inside the inner circle. Yeah. I bought it. I knew about it because I'm cool and I'm sharing it with you. It's a limited edition. And Herman Marshall, let me give you the background here. Herman Marshall, our buddies- Mm-hmm. Herman Marshall bourbon fame, the official whiskey of the Baller Lifestyle podcast, of which I drank uh, as I convalesced this weekend to wash down my painkillers. I drank many Herman Marshall bourbons and rice, but there's more. Herman Marshall has partnered with Lakewood Brewing Company, a Texas brewery, Ed. All right. To release the ultra limited edition Herman Marshall temptress single malt whiskey i like where this is going yes so basically at our boys at herman marshall distilled a small batch of a new single malt whiskey with combined with lakewood brewings temptress milk stout it's aged in new american white oak barrels for seven months it's a young whiskey with a light body and enticing caramel aroma once it opens up, you'll you'll taste caramel, malt, roasted coffee, smoke flavors, with a bite of the the beer hops on the back end. Ed, this these are these are idea, man. They're coming up with good things. Yeah, I over love there. these guys. And our our guy Mike at Herman Marshall has already he said, hey, this stuff's limited edition, but he's gonna get his hand on hands on a couple of bottles because you and I don't like. I would run out and buy this right now, but I don't live in Texas. Right. You would right. run out and buy it right now. You're way up there in New Jersey. I was I was just pricing out plane tickets. Yeah. You, we'd have to fly to Texas to get our own bottle. Luckily, we're in with the Herman Marshall people. They're going to hook us up. The our rest guys. of you guys, you guys that are in Texas, you guys get need to get it. down to where you buy your Herman Marshall and get some of this Temptress before it sells out. Be on the lookout. It's going to sell out. I would say out. hoard it. Hoard it. Hoard sure. it. Buy as many bottles as they'll let you because this is it. It's going to sell out. They only distilled a little bit of it. Herman Marshall, Temptress, single malt whiskey, temptation in its purest form. Mm. Well, we, we, we all like a good Temptress. That's for right? sure. Yeah, absolutely. 
I'm going to give you a temptress name. You're going to tell me who she tempted. Oh, okay. Oh, interesting. Mm. And uh, we're just going to get go from easy to hard. Okay. All right. See so how I feel like you could do pretty well at this. Well, but let's on, see. I'm on drugs. I'm injured. So let's let's uh, give me uh, you know Mon- Monica Lewinsky. Oh, uh, Bill Clinton. Right. Angelina Jolie. Uh, well, who'd she tempt? Besides Remember her when brother. she made out with her brother that one time? That was, that was weird. really, really uh, weird. Brad Pitt. One, one yep. of just the all-time just really blew it. I'm, I'm a huge Jennifer Aniston fan. Like, I yeah. Would, I would never have made yeah. that move. Yeah. Um, Pretty soon he was on a plane adopting 1,400 yeah, kids. Crazy. Not, not, not a good feel. Crazy. Uh, v. Stiviano. Oh, Donald Sterling. Ashley Dupre. Uh, love her. Huge <laughs> fan. Like Huge. A $10,000 a night hooker where you're like, oh, yeah, it's worth it. Totally. Yeah, it seems about right. Uh, Elliot Spitzer. Governor Elliot Spitzer. Yep. Divine Brown. Oh, that was um, you, Hugh Grant. Yeah. And he was with Hurley at the time. Yeah. Who was an all-timer. <laughs> Hurley, by all-timer. the way, just turned 50 and she looks fantastic. Yeah. Jessica Hahn. Oh. Um, Jim Baker. You're you're on a roll. Yeah. Rachel, you could tell. Oh, Tiger Woods. There, there's another good one. Yeah, that is pretty good. All right, I'm gonna go 80s politician. Okay, Donna Rice. Remember that this is this is like my intro. This is the 1984 presidential election. We're talking about Gary Hart. Yeah, the guy was like the front runner for a nomination. Yeah, I believe he was the governor of Colorado and was really cruising to the nomination until he sexed his secretary. Yeah, not a good move. No. Uh, Riley Hunter. Riley, Riel, Riel, Riel Hunter. That's John Edwards. Yes. You're on fire. Yeah. All right. Now we're going a little tricky. Okay. Mich- Michelle McGee. Oof. Michelle McGee. Michelle McGee. Does she go by any other a, name? I think there are a lot of tattoos involved here. Oh, oh. Jesse James. Yes. Okay. <laughs> this one you're... It might be a little tricky. Kristen M. Davis. She was a madam. Oh, Kristen. She was a madam. Hmm. Um. Chuck Sheen. A Rod. Oh, uh, A Rod. <laughs> yeah, I read that just today. I didn't he know is, he got caught up in that. He sexes women. Yeah, I didn't. I've I've only seen pictures of him making out with a mirror. Yeah, surprising. All right, Sully. That's an S E I U L I. I don't know. I don't know that one, buddy. You're going too deep. That's that's Eddie Murphy's. Uh, <laughs> All right. When he He's claimed to be a, a good home. good Samaritan. Yeah, just. <laughs> I often give transsexual hookers rides home on Santa Monica <laughs> Boulevard. No big deal. What's the big deal? Uh, speaking of transsexual prostitutes, Darius Barney. D- Darius Barney. No, no clue. Danny Bonaduce. Uh, All right, I got I got the last one. Mildred Baina. Oh, I know that one. That's <laughs> she looks like Fernando Valenzuela, and she was she was Arnold Schwarzenegger's maid who he impregnated. <laughs> Correct. All right, you did very well. But uh, let let's salute the temptresses. Absolutely, Herman Marshall temptress. Love it. <laughs> From Ashley Dupre to Mildred Baina. I mean, you don't. I mean, I guess if you're if you're Arnold Schwarzenegger and you have needs, you just need to get it out. Like you just have you have to ejaculate. You don't rock and fire into the maid. But yeah, that's a bad move 
with any maid, but let's say she was ridiculously hot. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Mildred Baena. I mean, not hot. I Tom Arnold would have been a better choice for him. Right. That's true. Good point. <laughs> Ed, you have photographic recall of every movie and or sitcom released between January 1st, 1980 and December 31st, 1989. So <laughs> I know you are familiar with the movie Gremlins. Yes, I am. Are you, do you recall, what was Phoebe Cates' character's name? Oh, <laughs> I know? actually don't it know. It doesn't this. matter. She was Phoebe Cates. And she right. that's had, all, all I cared about. She Phoebe had a, a terrific fear or she hated Christmas. Hated Christmas with a passion, yet she worked in a bar that was fully decorated at Christmas. Yes. yes. And at some point, we find out why yeah, she hated Yeah, why'd she hate it so much? We should, let's, let's listen in. Let's recall Gremlins, <laughs> the, the worst story of Christmas ever. It was Christmas Eve. I was nine years old. Me and Mom were, were decorating the tree, waiting for Dad to come home from work. A couple hours went by. Dad wasn't home. Mom called the office. No answer. Christmas Day came and went, and still nothing. Police began a search. Four or five days went by. Neither one of us could eat or sleep. Everything was falling apart. It was snowing outside. The house was freezing, so I went to try to light up the fire. And that's when I noticed the smell. Firemen came and broke through the chimney top. And me and Mom were expecting them to pull out a dead cat or a bird. And instead, they pulled out my father. He was dressed in a Santa Claus suit. He'd been climbing down the chimney on Christmas Eve, his arms loaded with presents. He was going to surprise us. He slipped and broke his neck, died instantly. And that's how I found out there was no Santa Claus. Sort of an odd way to, to an odd little scene for a children's movie, wouldn't you say it? Yeah, I remember watching that. I think in like third grade, yeah, second grade. That's that's a huge bummer. <laughs> it really is. And 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 really, her name was Kate Berenger, by the way. Oh yeah. Uh what what was the end game for the dad? <laughs> Not sure. Like. Think about this. So she and her mom start decorating the tree. First of all, that used to be that used to be a tradition because my mom would tell me about this. They would decorate the tree on Christmas Eve. That's a lot of fucking work for like really one is. day, yeah. one day of decoration. Like what? What was that about? Yeah, but anyway, you, you get to get rid of the tree a day or two after Christmas. Anyway, you leave it sure, decorated for a, two days. Yeah, it seems like wasteful of killing a tree for just a couple days. There's a lot of questions there. But anyway, that's the way they used to do it. But what was he doing? So he was going to pop in in the afternoon, like covered in soot, like has a pillow in his belly and kind of looks like her dad and like trick her when she's nine. Very weird. Also, 
how how many presents could he really have loaded his arms down right. with? Right, unless he was only packing jewelry. <laughs> yes. This was going to be a really shitty Christmas. Oh, so he must have been extremely skinny because every chimney I've ever seen is about have an eight-inch s- opening. Yeah, have you ever seen a chimney? Yes. Like, maybe her dad worked for Cirque du Soleil and he was doing some crazy shit. No human being could fit down that. Seems odd. Seems seems like I just wish they could have, you know, maybe have, like, you know how they do, like, deleted scenes? I'd like to know, like, maybe we could do a backstory. Yeah. We actually check out what, what was his thought process. What was the end game there? Well, Ed, yeah. apparently somebody hadn't seen Gremlins because Uh-oh. police say a suspected burglar died after becoming stuck in the chimney of a California home Saturday afternoon <laughs> when the just just like in Gremlins when the unsuspecting homeowner lit a fire. <laughs> Fresno County Sheriff said a homeowner in the rural town of Huron heard something heard someone yell after lighting a fire in his <laughs> fireplace. Like you Sylvester the cat yeah, in the fire. The homeowner called 911 <laughs> and also tried to put out the fire as his house began to fill no, with smoke. No. <laughs> it was too late, Ed. Firefighters who rushed to the chaotic scene <laughs> used jackhammers to break open the chimney in an attempt to rescue the man, however. And who's going to pay for that chimney now? The burglar, who was not immediately identified, had died during the attempted rescue. Yeah, Ed, uh, hopefully they had homeowner's insurance. Yeah, it's going to be a real bummer. It's going to be very drafty in there while, the, while they file the claim. Ed, I got to ask you, though, how much of the blame for these kind of incidents falls to that fat bastard Santa Claus for convincing people they could climb down or, in this case, up a chimney? <laughs> That's a good point. I mean, he's fat and he just goes about it with ease. Yeah, he slides right down there because he's you magic. Know? Right. But that's the key word. Magic. Exactly. I mean... Yeah, if David Blaine were trying to do this trick, I could I could see how it works. But, like, if you're just a regular burglar, and really, a burglar that's too lazy to figure out how to pick a lock, or, like, just do a little smash yeah. through the window like, at the right time. In? Well, how about just casing the door? Wait till they're gone, yes. smash a window, unlock the door, and you're in. Also, the chimney has... What's that thing called where you can, like, where you have a fireplace and you, it like, opens and closes... The, the flute? The, the flu. The flu. The flume. No, the flu. You, you, it, everyone knows that there's a thing in there that opens and closes the, the um, exhaust for the chimney. So no, no one in their right mind could think you could crawl up a chimney to get out of it because you know you'd be blocked in by that thing. Is this guy the Grinch? Like, who, who thinks of doing this move as a burglar? I mean... This, this might have been his first crime. Yes. You know how you say, this is not my first rodeo? Yes. It sure sounds like this was his first this, rodeo. I mean, thoughts and prayers. But this yeah. guy was terrible at his chosen vocation. Right. Uh, right. You're really sp- just a shit burglar. You're supposed to do a couple run-throughs, figure out, Practice. you know. You know, right. you do like Ocean's Eleven. You make a little schematic. Yeah, yeah you need some schematics. Yeah. You, you. When they went and killed Osama bin Laden, they... They made a little mock-up of his house that he was in, and they practiced. Right. Do that first. I mean, he must have known they weren't home. That's when he chose to do it. Yeah. So you see 
you know, do the thing that all men do when they masturbate. You have one eye, you listen for that garage door to open, or you have one eye on the driveway at all times. And you spend a half hour on YouTube and you can figure out how to break into a house, I'm sure. It's true. Absolutely. And, And more importantly, break out. Have an exit path. And the only thing we know about this guy is we know he never saw gremlins. That's for sure. He's right. not really too familiar with uh, modern fireplace technology. That's obvious. <laughs> Ed, I don't like to get too political here, but I will say this. The major shame of this nation might be the way we treat our veterans. Agreed. You look Agreed. around at the country's homeless encampments, and more often than not, you will see a high percentage of people that have at one point or another served this great nation of ours. And it's, it's awful. It, it really is. Well, Ed, those homeless encampments had better make room for one more because while U.S. Navy vet Philip Williams was convalescing after surgery down in Boca Raton, the town of Hempstead, New York, decided to bulldoze the house he'd lived in his entire life. <laughs> Williams went to Florida in 2014 for the procedure, so I'm... In December, so a friend could help with the, his recovery, but he developed infections that forced further surgery and heart complications, leaving him hospitalized until doctors deemed him medically able to return home last August. Whoa. When Williams pulled up to what should have been a two-story cream-colored cottage with a red door in West Hempstead, there was just an empty lot. My first thought was, there was a fire or something, he said. But alas, Ed, there was no fire. According to town officials, neighbors had been complaining the house was in disrepair and a blight on the community. Hempstead officials responding to those complaints sent inspectors and determined the house was, quote, a dilapidated dilapidated dwelling unfit for habitation, so they knocked it down. Ed, considering rural New York is basically rural Kentucky with different accents... Who should we blame here? Is it the town of Hempstead for putting an old vet on the street or Phil Williams for owning a real shithole? I I do, like you, I do feel for our vets. Yeah, absolutely. But, but, but this guy is not being truthful. You don't think so? No. If, if, they, did, if they had inspectors, like, think of how hard it is to get city officials... To do anything. Mm-hmm. And West Hempstead is, if I'm not positive, but I think it's like not far into Long Island. It's not too far oh, from New York okay. City, I don't think. All right. It's, yeah. so it's, it's, it's not a, like Buffalo. Like, right. I think it's it's in the metro area. It's a, it's a developed place. It's not like Western New yes. York where things are just crazy. I'm not saying it's a nice developed right. place. Sure. I'm pretty sure it's the opposite. Yeah, right. it's in Nassau County. That's where uh, the New York Islanders played. Oh, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Right. So... There, if his house was falling apart, like it, it's going to take a lot of work before they just plow it over. It's not like one day. No. It so, be, well, he was he left. He went and had surgery and didn't come back for eight months. No. While I can appreciate a guy refusing to talk to his neighbors and let them know what's going on in his life, I, I like that. It's a little odd for you to just abandon your home and then not like at least send somebody along because they were talking about how there were, you know, endless notices placed on his yeah. door. Like 
He didn't have one person check on your house? If, if you're like me. For eight months? If you're like me, they drop that shitty community newspaper every couple days. Like, you need some neighborhood kid to swing by and pick that up while you're out of just town. So you don't get, just so you don't get robbed. Yeah, or those carpet cleaning leaflets that they leave on your door. Like, somebody's right. got to swing by and get those. You get a neighborhood k- kid to house sit, collect the mail. What's wrong with this guy? Yeah. Or, it seems like there's just a lawsuit. Yeah. Brewing or for no reason. If you're going to be gone a while, you get a German family that you Airbnb it to a German family. <laughs> Let them. Make- I know. I've known people to yes, do that. Yes, that's the move. That's the that's the move these days. The Germans. It's, it sounds like this guy was living in a real dump, and yeah. it reminds me of like remember that show Hoarders. I'm not sure if that's still a show. Yeah, but I know the concept. They yeah. would go to these people's house, and their house they would just be living. There'd be rat feces everywhere old newspapers and they'd have they'd really talk to them and they'd be like look we got to go through your stuff and we got to sort out what you want to keep and they and the the person would be crying because there'd be an old uh, uh, a rotted milk carton half full from from three years before and the person couldn't let it go and i would always be like just light a fucking match like there's nothing there worth saving just fucking burn (laughs) the place down and it seems like the people of west Hempstead, new york they get it too. They're just like, hey, let's, this is a lost cause. Like, he's gone. Let's bulldoze this shithole. <laughs> it would be one thing if he were gone for like a day and a half. No, he was gone for eight months. He's gone for eight months. They had inspectors. They, they posted notices. Yeah, you're gone for eight months. You're not on vacation. You moved. I mean, I, I still believe we should take care of our vets. Oh, of course. But it's also highly possible he took a couple shots in the head yeah, at some guy, point. This, like he's he might not be a guy who can be taking care of his own house. This guy wasn't all there. And you know what I do? Like a lot of times I'll go away for the weekend. Mm. And as soon as I drive away, I'm like, Did I close the garage? <laughs> and the whole weekend I'm gone. I'm like, ah, I wonder if I could go have some one of my neighbors go over there, somebody I know drive by and right. take a look because I might have left that fucking garage open. And I, but the I, problem is, yeah. you got to contact the neighbor, right? And I'm I'm gone two or three days. Imagine you're gone eight months. That's <laughs> just would drive me crazy. And what medical procedure was this? He just he didn't say. Wait, but is he, he the, is he the bionic man? He, like he, eight months. He developed he, infections, and I didn't want to read any further than that. It's a pretty terrible word to think about. <laughs> yes, I mean, there's <laughs> conjures images of pus. Yeah. Staff, like things that need to be lanced, like all sorts of issues. Okay, Ed, it is time. Let's get into yeah. it. It is time. Let's do it. For everybody's favorite segment of the program. This is where we do all of our life coaching. It is where we talk about all the celebrity news. Of course, I'm talking about fancy pop, the pop culture shit segment of the show. For which we bring in our very own pop culture correspondent. Of course, I'm talking about Fancy Sauce. How you doing, Fancy? Oh, hi. I'm good. Oh, hi. You're, you're like, hey. surprised. Like, oh. Wow. Sorry we snuck up on you. Yeah. I'm practicing my faux surprise. Oh, excellent. Excellent faux surprise. You caught me off guard. Oh, look at you. All Australian. Uh, <laughs> hey, Ed. How are you, Kate? Have you guys been having a nice chat? Uh, Yes. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I asked. It, you've you've uh, you've really been a savior to Brian, I guess. Yeah, he owes me big time. She <laughs> is as for those of for peak. I deserve behind, an award. Peek behind the curtain. <laughs> Kate and I, Fancy Sauce and I, cohabitate. 
So and she and she's literally doing the heavy lifting. As right I now. alluded to at the <laughs> beginning of the show, I have two broken wrists and cannot do anything for myself. Pretty much, I mean, I can do certain things for myself. There are certain things that I would not. There's ask. one thing that you guys all want to know, and yes, he can do that for himself. What's that? What's that? I don't do potty talk. Yeah, I can do that for myself. That's right. Well, they want to know one more thing, and I've told them that I haven't done that yet. He can't do that. I don't. I haven't tried, but I may uh, for the show. My hand jobs are expensive. Wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> Whoa. Kathy, calm down. JK, everybody. Uh, okay, Kate, what is going the on light. in the world? <laughs> the light. Handicap human. Uh, what in the world is going on in pop culture? What is happening in fancy pop? Well, seeing as you asked, the six bedroom, six 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 bathroom Malibu home of Motley Crue drummer Tommy Lee oh. was featured. That was featured in a classic two thousand episode of MTV's Cribs. This is not a man. Is this where the kid drowned? This is. Yeah, I think it might be. Yeah. I this, think so too. It's on the is, market for four point five million dollars. This Tommy Lee, not a sufferer of TPS, tiny pickle syndrome. <laughs> no, no. That guy is packing all the. I wonder if he's. Heat. Oh, I, if he sold that yacht, like how cheap would it have to be for you to want to put your hands on? I that would steering? definitely not want to be driving that boat. Also, he was doing. Even stuff if he said, he, "I'm giving you a free boat," I'd be like, "Nah, I'm not going <laughs> to." No, this. yeah, I'll, I'll I've seen looking. I've seen what is used to steer this boat. <laughs> I'll keep looking. Uh, okay, what is going on with Tommy Lee's estate, Kate? Well, sadly, a lot has changed since Lee and Pam Anderson lived there with the kids. Uh. Gone are some of the vintage amenities from the Tommyland days, like the yellow fur-lined room. I, re- I recall seeing this place on Cribs, and it was really done up. <laughs> the shark tank in the kitchen. Yeah. Pretty sick. Yeah, that's what you need. Purple velvet <laughs> yeah. home theater and basement disco, which was named Club Mayhem. Oh, yeah, because he's got that oh. mayhem tattoo on his stomach. As well. You know what's nice? It seems like he had the real he, – he was still down to earth even when he reached the heights of fame. But yeah, obviously. He had – he it obviously had a woman's touch around. Like yeah. that's, that's for sure. And the wall yeah. between the master bedroom and the bathroom that Lee had removed so he could see the giant see-through shower from his canopy bed yeah. has been restored. Yeah. So he could watch his broad shower. So basically, yeah, all the was really he also cool looking at the things, toilet? All the cool <laughs> things about this home are no longer there. The, Ed, even Tommy Lee knows the the toilet needs to be like in a lead lined room, right. soundproofed. Obviously, because I'm just nobody saying. I see that. I appreciate a good wall when it comes to bathrooms. Oh, absolutely, concur. Molly Crew are playing soon. We might have to go. Yeah, see them. It's like next month. Um, their last show ever is. Uh, December 31st, New Year's Eve at the Forum. Fabulous. I'm su- surprised those guys aren't busy. Yeah. Surpri- surprised they're available. It's shocking. It's shocking that they're not off doing other things. Uh, Kate, what is Tommy Lee's Malibu mansion going for? 4.5 million. That's six bedrooms in Malibu? Doesn't seem too bad. low. Yeah. Could do that. It's a bargain. Uh, okay, Kate, what else is going on in the world of pop culture? Um, Well, this person I feel like has been um, in the news before for this kind of thing. But in a sad turn of events, it appears as though Sinead O'Connor posted what was a suicide note to her Facebook page. Um, 
a couple of days ago, the note which looks like it was written by her claims she was staying at a hotel in Ireland under a different name and had, quote, taken an overdose. Um, over the past 24 hours, O'Connor had posted several upsetting posts um, about her, detailing her dispute with the father of her youngest son, mm. alleging that he requires psychological treatment, but the dad wouldn't allow her to see him. Mm. However, an Irish news site is reporting that the police have confirmed to them that uh, O'Connor had been located and is safe and sound and receiving medical assistance. So it's, I read the note that she wrote. It's pretty depressing and alarming. I hope she's getting some help. She sounds... Yeah, thoughts and prayers. Wow. Yeah. We know we know she can hold on to a grudge because just thinking the, the the lyrics of her uh, her most famous song That's she starts of off by counting. Songs. She, she, she I, I think it's actually pretty solid. I just remember it starts out, you know, in her little frog voice. Yeah, she's like, "It's been seven hours and fifty. She's counting yeah, like she's, the people in Rent. Yes, yes. <laughs> She counts. In her frog voice. She, she doesn't forget. She's a counter. She's the precursor to rent. She's never seen, I mean, I'll be honest, this is the first time I've thought of her and since she ripped up that picture of the Pope <laughs> way back when. Um, she hasn't seemed very together to no, me. No, that's what no. I mean. I feel like she's been in the news before for being not well yes. or depressed yeah. or I'm she not sure. She seems a little off. Hopefully she gets it together. Okay, Kate, what else is going on in the world of pop culture? Um, this might be my favorite story. Chill X's Chris Martin and Gwyneth Paltrow have teamed up for a new song on the new Coldplay album called Everglow, which is about a relationship's enduring spark. Now, <laughs> obviously, I've never heard a Coldplay album. I, I, You've heard lots of Coldplay songs because like maybe, they're played everywhere. Maybe like on shows or in the grocery store. I would like ne- at the mall. I would never ever purchase. Or in any way transact a Coldplay album, but I feel like the Coldplay guys are like, "Hey, we need to make sure Brian comes nowhere near our next album." <laughs> and they're like, "Oh no, he's not. He's not into this at all." And they're like, "You never know." Yeah, they're, might- they're gonna do the they're gonna do the old belt and suspenders. Make sure you're definitely yeah, not buying. Yes, they're like, "Some what somebody, can we do to keep him somebody away?" Somebody might turn him on. And Chris is like, "What if I get my ex wife to sing on it?" And all the guys in the band ding, are like, ding, 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 ding. perfect, good idea. And then he put um, different colored pieces of tape on his fingers to to uh, signify all the causes he supports. He also- I, have an, I have an awful uh, uh, confession to make. You own a Coldplay album. You bought the no. new one. You're into rap. No. You rap Coldplay I, songs. I, I partially uh, heard some Coldplay concert. The first time I went to, to London... The place we li- we were living at was like only a few blocks away mm-hmm. from a soccer stadium where they're playing. And we get out of the cab. I just got to London, and I hear Coldplay. Oh. I, mean, I was like, "Oh fuck! I'm 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 gonna be here for four months. This is problematic." But yeah, so I actually heard them in concert, sort of, and it was awful. Awful. Just sounds terrible. Well. Yeah. Martin also had their two children, Apple uh, 11 and Moses 9, appear mm. on the album, as well as his girlfriend, Annabelle Wallace. Oh, he's already on to a new broad? I thought he was with Jennifer Lawrence. No. Um, Jennifer Annabelle Lawrence. Wallace from... 
our friend Gary Dauberman's film Annabelle. Oh, I like too. her. Oh. oh, I like her. Um, as yeah. well as Beyonce. She's on, she's on Peaky Blinders. Beyonce. Yeah, she's that's a great show. Oh yeah, yeah, that is a good show. Yeah. As well as Beyonce and Beyonce's daughter Blue Ivy Carter also sing. Well, this on Blue that Ivy's album. like an infant. She can sing. What do you mean sing? Yeah. What she she can't be over two, is she? She might be like three or four, but she's not. She's she shouldn't be four, singing on albums. No. No. She's like 17 years away from being Agreed. able to sing. Concur. Okay, Kate, what else is going on in the world of pop culture? What is happening in... Um, I have some celeb relationship news. Oh, I love these things. This is my favorite. On Friday night in New York City, Mary Kay Olsen, 29-year-old fashion designer. Oh, fuck. And... Olivier Sarkozy, 46-year-old banker and half-brother of former it- French President Nicolas Sarkozy, were wed. Uh, can you give me Mary... In an intimate Manhattan Mary ceremony. Mary Kate's age again? 29. 29. 46. 46. Um, I'm sure they have lots of good things to talk about. Yeah. Apparently... There's also a language barrier. <laughs> apparently, according to page six, the party decor consisted mostly of bowls and bowls filled with cigarettes. This and everyone smoked all night. This is, this is night. fantastic to me. <laughs> oh, what what a shocker! A Frenchman has bowls of cigarettes. Like if you if you smoke, typically have your own cigarettes. And if you want, if you don't smoke, but you want to smoke, usually just bum one off someone else. Now you don't I've, need to because there's bowls and bowls of them. I've, you know what would be cool uh, if they had they had bowls labeled with different brands, and you could just judge people like somebody. They they have a bowl of cools. Yeah. Bowl of Virginia Bowl. Slims. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> Bowl of Virginia Slims, Bowl of Marlboro Lights. Yes. Marlboro Red, you could, yeah. Camel Wide. I just love that like, everyone smoked it's, the whole night they with, would have, with something that was noted about their wedding. There would be a bowl of the, Benson oh, and Hedges 100s in case anybody invited their grandma. The only, <laughs> yeah, the only way, my grandma was a, was a Virginia Slim. Yeah, that's another. Uh, um, uh, the only way this party could be more French is if they were handing out baguettes and berets yes. as well. Yeah. They might have. Um, and everyone arrived by bicycle. How how bad of a job has Mary Kate's dad done that she's married a 46-year-old Frenchman? Who and looks 56. Yeah. He's not... They're the yeah, oddest-looking couple. I'm looking at the couple. picture now. He's not he's, like, a, like one of these older guys that's just beautiful. He's, there's a, there's an she's, odd she's a fidget, too. Yeah, and she, yeah, she's not super hot either. No. She's midget height, too, and yeah. he's quite tall. Yeah. Towers over her. Yes. Okay, moving on. Congratulations to, are in order, to Key and Peele's Jordan Peele and comedian in Brooklyn Nine-Nine's Chelsea Peretti, who just got engaged. I didn't even know they were dating, Neither but I'm, did a, I. I'm a big fan of both of them. They're both very funny. Yeah, he's funny. Yeah, I like them. Cute couple. Yeah. And lastly... She's Farley on Kroll Show. She's hilarious. I think she's on Brooklyn Nine-Nine, yeah, too, but I don't Farley watch that. Farley is a good character. Yeah, I don't watch hilarious. it either. Yeah. Um, lastly, her, supermodel her pretty good too. Gigi Hadid and former One Directioner Zayn Malik have been photographed holding hands over the weekend in public. So it seems that she has moved on from former flame Joe Jonas. There's no one... No, no, there's no supermodel called Gigi Hadid. Like, she's a supermodel. Here's a supermodel. But what what is the qualification? Because it used to be super supermodel. Yeah, it was Brinkley, Crawford, McPherson. Yeah. Like right, but L. there are always new crops of supermodels. Like L. Giselle is a supermodel. Yeah. Kate Giselle, Moss yes. is a supermodel. L. Uh, who's uh, Na- Naomi Campbell? But G- Gigi is the new supermodel. 
I'm, really? I mean, I defer to you, Kate Moss, supermodel. I, I've already said that. I defer to you in all because you know all things about models, and I don't. She's the new breed, and she's definitely okay, a supermodel. I feel like maybe it's from your stories. I feel like the Jonas Brothers come up, but like yeah. they were famous for for being like virgin boy band like uh, fifteen years ago, the, right? The, like, well, the, now the one's got a pretty um, good solo career. Yeah, the young one is banging or was had a fling at least with Kate Hudson. Yeah. She was Nick. robbing the cradle, which is like my favorite thing. So apparently Jeej's yeah. former flame Joe has hit the delete button on a tweet that included a photo of himself and Zane that had the caption hashtag squad. Joe Jonas is the Jonas brother that looks a bit um, ethnic. Yeah. Like maybe Mrs. Jonas was they like all look a bit maybe epic. trolling the carniceria that the week or they had a you know they all look a Venezuelan mailman or something. Joe has also unfollowed Gigi and Zane's oh, accounts on social ultimate, media too, which is ultimate. how you let people know that's you how, are done. That's how you know people break up. But how do you swing how do you followers. I don't know how many people they're they're following, but like Who's doing the research to find out who's unfollowing who? People do that. That seems that's, that seems like a terrible job. Do this I feel for like a there living. should be a program for that, like that is. tells I'm you sure who, fo- who follows whom. Yeah. Uh, is that it, Kate? That oh, would be it. Thank God, barely made it through. Hope you guys all had a good Thanksgiving. You guys carried me to the end. I couldn't have done it without. That's true. My no, literally, you can't carry anything. Right we can't. I can't barely anything. <laughs> um, so until next week for Kate McManus for Ed Daly, I'm Brian Beckner. This has been the baller lifestyle podcast from theballerlifestyle.com. We will see you next week. Goodbye. Bye guys. Goodbye.